Hey, before we get to the show, man, I want to talk to you about something a lot of my bearded brethren will appreciate. I personally know how challenging it can be to maintain a beard while dealing with skin that breaks out at the slightest provocation. Well, Beard Organics is here to help, offering products that are a godsend for sensitive skin, giving you the confidence to nurture your beard without fear of irritation or breakouts. But that's not all. Beard Organics brings you an extensive range of beard care products from nourishing beard oils and refreshing beard washes to conditioning balms and handy grooming accessories, man, they got it all covered. It's a one-stop shop for everything your beard needs to look its best, and I find it incredibly convenient. If you're new to beard care or have any questions, Beard Organics also provides top-notch customer education and support. They've got an amazing beard blog filled with useful tips and a dedicated phone line you can call or even text. It's like having a personal beard guru at your fingertips. So right now you can find a special deal. It's 20% off when you buy three or more beard oils, washes, or conditioners. Go to beardorganics.com right now. Tell them on deck sent you. the business is it is another week in the books with the on deck tv show ab what up man what it do man i can't call it it's your man ab tapping in animal underscore brown if you're looking for me on instagram and twitter or x whatever the hell it's called now absolutely man and i am spike lou on them same social sites find me the same way i just said it and yeah whatever they call in twitter nowadays it's where i most likely be hanging out it looks like a big porn app on your phone now yeah do, it do look kind of wild x right there that's nuts no one is going to call that x that's what's funny now, nobody's gonna it's never going to be referred to as x that's the crazy it's always going to be twitter my nigga you know he trying <laughs> to turn that shit into a finance app how is that going to work he said he's trying to turn it from what it's known as now to the best finance app ever created. Why did he just do a finance app? <laughs> right. Call it like, X why would you, why would you ruin Twitter for us, dude? It's just like, come on, Elon. Yeah, he tripped. That's him, your man. Too. Come smoke with me. I'll give you some good ideas, man, instead of that Joe <laughs> Rogan shit, man. But I know y'all not here for that. This is the On Deck TV show, man. We give you the latest and greatest in Southern hip-hop perspective every week for 10 years strong. This week, man, Cardi is under investigation because she's throwing microphones at people. Yo Gotti did some questionable shit out here in these streets. Tyler Creator has criticism about top five lists. And NLE Chopper went and done it with the remake to hide in here. But first, Animal Brown, we got to start with the what the second number one album in hip hop, smashing anything that's came out before it. Your man, Travis Scott, who said he was dead, drop Utopia. Simple question, AB. Did it live up to the hype? And you know what? I It didn't, but it did at the same time. I think mm, I'm putting Travis Scott in the same category as Gunner right now for people who had 
make or break projects come out this year and succeeded in delivering quality. The only thing is with that utopia is the hype was so real when that Astro World came out that even people that really didn't check for Travis Scott were fucking with that Astro World. So when you first play this, it's not that. Meaning it's not that same high energy stuff. This is a little bit more lo-fi, uh, <clears throat> Travis, which I thought was an interesting play coming off of the Astro World <clears throat> Festival tragedy. Cause me and you were like, what type of music is he gonna make if he not raging out left and right? right. Because that's kind of what people were looking at him sideways for making, which they claim caused all of the, the tragedy at the festival. He was able, in my opinion, to toe the line just right on this one. I think enough time has passed in terms of the general public. Obviously, for those people involved, there'll never be enough time that's passed. But for the general public or fans of his music to be ready to hear more joints from him, I think he succeeded. I really like the album, but it took me two, two and a half spins to really um take it all in so uh, i think he did live up to the hype and those numbers look crazy so it seems to be getting spins what, what you thought two or three spins make sense to me because i was lost with you until you said that because yeah. i can't recall a time that i felt as old as i felt trying to listen to this album first way through yeah especially i've coming off shit like i've been listening to killer mike a lot just older stuff and i'm not saying this to say man it's is terrible it's trash why are these kids making the music i'm just saying it was not registering for me at all i found myself like well, what did he say like is he rapping right here he's just he's just making sounds like the beat sounds good i yeah. could just listen to the beats without the the vocals there was a lot of style that i'm just not used to uh even mm. with travis scott even with the like you said for um astro world even if you're not a big Travis Scott fan, it was a lot easier to digest. This, I felt like, was for more core fans. Even though it's going to sell a lot because the name still means a lot, I thought it was dead, but obviously it's not. I was wrong there. People are listening to the album. They're flocking to it. Heavy features on there. No. However, when I listen to it, I just miss it. And I haven't done it the credit to go back and listen two, three times, like you said, to be able to pick it up and get it. I did like the Drake feature. I thought that was funny. And whispering yeah, on the not. track and shit. The future song was dope. But again, I, I just found myself listening to it like, bro, I, I don't understand this. And not to say that it's bad, not to say that it's terrible, just admitting that this definitely wasn't the album. It's not, I'm not the catered crowd for this. Yeah, no, that's fair. I I, I thought um I mean I I was very interested to see what he was gonna do. I I like it a lot though, the more I listen to it. And I will say the Drake's, I'm glad you mentioned the Drake song. I thought Drake slid on his verse, by the way. I thought he snapped on there. Um, bias aside, I thought that shit was pretty entertaining. But the the difference between them two is shown on that song. Travis, uh, well, let me back it up. Drake has lyrics. He can change his voice up. And he's got the flow that be in pocket. He's got, he checks all those boxes. Travis has the flow and he has the voice, but he doesn't have the lyrics. But he makes up for it and what he does to the beat Style. and like the ad libs and the like the little haunting little hums and stuff like he adds all of that. It fills it out. So his verse is more of a vibe. Like, listen to his verse as soon as Drake's goes off. And he's like, damn, Drake just snapped on that motherfucker. I can't tell you one line Travis said, but because he got the he got the distinct voice and his flow is on point. 
and the beat is crazy in the background. Like he really don't have to be saying nothing at that point. Like your senses are overloaded with all the extra shit, but nobody else can really do that. So that kind of is what makes him unique, but everybody not signing up for that. So I, I can understand why somebody will be like, yo, this is not my cup of tea to me. I like both of them. I, li- I listen to Drake, obviously, but I can, I also kind of like the, the, the tone and kind of the, the sonics that Travis brings. Cause it's unique. Um, and I kind of take it for what it is. So I think the project was fire. Like the song with Future is banging though. Like that's tough. He's got two on there with 21. This is very much almost like a compilation on the low. Like it's kind of remind you of like chronic and, and as how he like has a lot of bunch of features and shit. Um, so, but I like it though. I, I think it's strong. Chronic I'm not gonna a, lie. The chronic is a good um, comparison. It does feel like a compilation, a kind of I'm back type of album. What was it for you, though? I, if it's not the lyrics, is it just more sonically? Is it the mood type thing that it is? Because I told a nigga my review on it just like Saturday because my plan was to listen to it on heading wherever I was going to run my errands or whatever it may be, and I'm listening to it again, and I'm like, oh, oh, God, no. I don't want to hear this. But niggas would say, like, it ain't to be listened to for lyrics or it to appeal to you in that way. It's just like mood music. Yeah, is that what it is for you that like appeals? Yeah, like it's, it's say, like, like it's the energy, yeah. it's the energy that come from it, and that's why he's got the kind of the, he's got he's got a tight flow. It be in pocket. He's he's got the unique voice, like it just it were it, it's style. It's more style over substance. That's basically what it is, and I can understand somebody not being into it, but it's. In my opinion, it works for him and it's unique to him. It's very specific. Now, there was yeah, some there can't nobody else do this. Can't nobody Not else really like do this. there was some shades of Kanye, but Kanye got it from him. Though. Kanye got it from him. It's just not a lot of people know that. Um, like if you listen to Yeezus on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, then then nobody like listening to Yeezus, first of all. They de- people definitely listen to Yeezus. Oh, but you listening. but what's funny is that came out in 20, like 13, 2012. Travis Scott was a nobody, relatively speaking, and he opened up. He was his opening act on the Yeezus tour. So, like, that lets you know, like, niggas didn't know who Travis. Travis Scott's selling out everywhere now. Like, there's nowhere he can't sell out. So, like, that lets you know how long ago that was. Kendrick opened up, too, for that tour, which is crazy. He opened up in Nashville, the one I went to, which is nuts. Mm. Uh, So, but he got that shit from Travis. He was inspired by him. So, Travis more like on some composer shit. But that's why I fuck with it though, man. Like, especially if you listen to some good headphones, that shit sound. Yeah, it's got to be loud. Yeah, you can't for listen sure. to that on no like your little Apple Buds and no oh, shit. Yeah, nah. Like that ain't no like nigga. The the music got to be up to the appreciate fact. that shit, nigga. <laughs> that's yeah, a fact. Yeah, facts. Next up, man. Next? Um, your boy Ice Cube has been on a media tear lately. Um, he's been on every outlet I can think of off the top of my head, including one outlet that a lot of people didn't see coming, man. He pulled up to Tucker, Tucker Carlson, formerly of Fox news. He ain't on Fox news. No more. Is he? No, he got fired. Yeah. He got, (laughs) (laughs) he got his pink slip from from Fox news and is doing his own thing. Now he took him through his old neighborhood. They rolled in the whip through the old neighborhood. Talked about a myriad of things. Um, A lot of people are side eyeing, you know what cube has got going on considering he was just promoting the platinum plan two years three years ago <laughs> you know to help black people in america or well, no not the platinum plan that was trump the the black, black agreement people. with america yeah, what the fuck agreement. it was called yeah. 
Platinum. Now he's doing Platinum. interviews with Tucker Carlson. People are looking at him like he's selling out. My question to you, is the backlash fair or foul? Man, unfortunately, it's fair because I'm a fan of Q. Mm-hmm. And I kind of understand what he's doing, but I don't agree with the approach. Like, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but he's an angry black man on Twitter. Like, man, he get off my lawn. He biting a head. I don't know why you did with the fuck your life, nigga. Fuck yeah, he you. going hard. It's how he coming back on Twitter. So while I want to be a fan of what he's trying to push because I got it when he was pushing that black plan. But now I think that it's more emotional than anything else. And he's not strategically moving anymore. Now he's just moving like flailing his arms. Like I want you guys to pay attention to me because I didn't watch the Tucker Carlson shit. And yeah. the reason being is I don't care if Tucker Carlson like ice. I don't give a fuck about Tucker Carlson. There's no reason if I'm like, why are you talking to him? If you ice cube and if you are talking to him, it ain't for me. It's for the white people that don't know you, that you're trying to get them to know you and feel a different way about you. That's who that's for. An interview is not for me. But I still don't agree with the approach like Ice Cube is coming off as so angry. And in 2023, to get what he's trying to get done, that ain't the way you do it. Regardless, if you want to play politics or not, it's required in order for you to be able to get your message across. So if you can't do it, hire some niggas that can. Mm-hmm. I think that's the conversation that you and I were having before. There's no reason why you should be the fate. Like, ain't no reason why... Ice Cube should be talking to Tucker Carlson, dude. Like trying to win that base of people, maybe for your your sports league. I get it. Maybe that's okay. But you still got that black initiative plan, like you said out there that you claim that you were serious about. And now all black people can do is look at it and be like, ah, he just want attention. Like it's easier to say that now because we're not going to click on that interview that you're doing with him. I listen to Joe Rogan, but it's a lot of niggas that's not going to click on that interview that you're doing with that type of media to try to figure out what you're saying, having those long format conversations. And you're not talking to black media. I don't know if it's because you feel like they don't got nothing to serve your purpose or you feel like you don't have anything to say over there. But there's not a point in chance where he's gathering the troops over on his own side versus trying to make this shit look good for everybody else. And I'm not sure if it's for promoting the basketball league well, promoting everything else that he has going on with Ice Cube. And when the, the waters get muddy like that, it's hard to be like, okay, I'm fucking with what he's doing. Yeah. No, I, I can understand somebody seeing this and being like, yeah, that's a questionable play. And if Cube was only going on Tucker Carlson type outlets, I would think it would be strange. He's going everywhere. He's been on Breakfast Club. He's been on Joe Rogan. He's been on this dude shit. He's going to anybody's play. He's been on the nigga, the nigga from Westside Connection. Dub C has a podcast. He was on that. He is going anywhere that anybody will listen so that he can spread the message to to say what he needs to say regarding the NBA and how they baller blocking his big three league, according to him. So I, hey man, throw them on the docket too. Like he got, they got people that pay money to go see shit. Like I, so, I'm not mad at that aspect, and I did watch the interview because I was interested to see what the topics were taught, what he was speaking what were you about. Talking about, I, here's the here's why. To for me, I think the backlash is only because he entertained the idea of doing the interview. He didn't really say anything on during the interview that was like scoonish or sa- saying this. 
he didn't really say anything like that. Like he was still ice Did cube. His plan come up at all? No, no, no. That but ha that hasn't come up on really problem, nothing though. though. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. he hasn't talked about that in a minute. Like, he hasn't, and that's yeah. the problem with it. And the reason, like, you were very skeptical of it. I wanted to support it, but now here we are, two years later, and none of that shit matters. All that matters is the NBA baller blocking your lead. Like, that's the platform that you get to talk about it on when you're talking to Tucker Carlson or you're talking to Joe Rogan or whoever else that has more in-depth conversations beyond hip-hop. But now, all of a sudden, that shit's in the wind, and all you want to talk about is the NBA blackballing you. Like, I it don't... The only thing I didn't like, though, and this is the problem with going on a platform like this, of course, they leaned into the whole, like, I didn't take the vaccine for this movie. I turned down eight million for this movie because I didn't want to do the vaccine. So then how you so then they take that and chop that up and then they narrate in between it and make it seem like it ain't because because Cube hasn't been anti-vaccine. He just been like, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> but right. when you leave it up to the editors and niggas to narrate, they can spin that like you like anti-vax nigga. And then all the people in the comments with the with the trucker shades and the trucker hat are gonna with the American flags in the back gonna be like, flag. Yeah, I knew I always liked Ice Cube. And so it's <laughs> you gotta be careful, man, of how they can spin your shit, which is why people were mad at him for meeting with Trump because they knew Trump was just gonna spin that in his favor anyway. So you don't want to see nobody an OG get used or get played like that. Same way Steve Harvey got played for the photo op. You know what I'm saying? Like you just don't you hate I to see it. That. That's it. And so people yeah, are disappointed. Steve Harvey. He didn't say nothing wild though. Honestly, I'll go back and check it out. I, I listen it, to it, it ain't worth checking out though, but. He didn't yeah. say no wow. <laughs> Everything been about the big three league. And I could get it. Like I just to talk about the big three to take it a step away from this for a moment. Like, I don't think that his expectation of what he thinks the NBA should be doing is, is correct. Like, bro, you're a competitive league for like we're all competing for airspace. I know that it's older players, I know that. However, when it comes to the negotiating table and I've helped you build your league and CBS is telling me, Hey man, it's y'all versus them. Now, like you're pitted against each other and I helped build you up. So I could see the NBA as a bigger franchise looking at it and being like, Brian, got, I'm not promoting that. Like I don't got nothing to do with that, but I wouldn't agree with them stepping on it either, which is That's what, what he's saying. saying. That's what he's I saying. I don't agree with that part of it. Let yeah. them live. Let him build it up. If he can build up the equity in his brand on his own without the promotion of the NBA, I'm cool with that if he can compete with them. But like the other part of what he's saying, where they trying to make it hard for me, I do not agree with that part. His 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 Breakfast Club interview was the best, in my opinion, because they got to the bottom of that. And they had some. So they asked what? him, what are your plans? Like, it's, break it down. Why would the NBA do business with you? And he was able to eloquently answer that and make you go, oh, well, damn, now I ain't gonna lie, that is actually a smart play. Like, it makes sense. Their shit is during the summertime okay. in the NBA offseason. Like, they have plucked three or four people from his teams, nigga, that have made two-way contract. So they're obviously watching. Somebody's with scouts. They be at the games. Like, it, it would make sense. They could make this like a G League. And it could be like an affiliate of the NBA. It wouldn't be no competition. It, he actually made a lot of sense on Breakfast Club. I ain't going to lie. I, he had me on his I side on Breakfast that. Club to keep it a stack. I feel like he'd be better off dealing with the Olympics. Like the Olympics got three-on-three basketball. 
That's true. If, if there is a brand or someone that he could associate himself with the Olympics and make three on three basketball the face of the people going to the Olympics, and that would be even bigger than the NBA, even though it's here four years. And like that could be the consistent between those four years. True. So uh, I feel like I'm rooting for him, though. I, I fuck with you. Yeah, I hope it works out. It, black on sports league. I'm, I'm here for it. I want everything to work with Ice Cube. Just a little confused. All right, next man, we got your man's Roddy Rich. He was on IGAB. He wanted the people to hear his brand new song, man. And he started striking it up. His followers, everybody was leaving as he started to play the song. His numbers on his live started to dwindle. Should Roddy Rich be worried? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. this is like strike seven. He's had a rough 18 months. 12, 18 months. He he started off with a spark, bro. That that please excuse me for being antisocial, had the box on it, had high fashion, had several bangers on it, and was actually a pretty good project. Did 101,000 first week. He came with that follow-up album, Crickets, nigga, 60,000 first week. Big dog fall off. A lot of people went in on him for it being mid as fuck, and he took it really hard, dipped off social media, played that game so now he's popping back up after doing a couple of appearances here and there he's popping back up he had twelve thousand people on the live when he started playing the song <laughs> it dropped down to seven thousand <laughs> that's a that's like 40 percent, dude that's not a good sign bro especially for a dude who has already kind of filled some type of way about the material that he's been putting out lately that people have not been responding to i don't want him to I don't want this to be the end of him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because his music is pretty solid. He's obviously a disciple of future. But I thought he made pretty good music on that first album. But it just, nothing has stuck ever since. He really needs to find his tribe, find his lane. Maybe he doesn't need to be on a major. Maybe he just needs to go the independent route. Nigga, find his X amount of fans that fuck with him. Drop a mixtape every year and go tour like currency, bro. Get 30, 40 bands a show. And fuck trying to be on the big boy label. Fuck trying to be um, out, out there with next to Kendricks and and all the other people on the West Coast, bro. And just he maybe need to take the big crit approach, man. Take a step back, dude, and peep the scene because people aren't buying his shit right now. And when you're not looked at as cool, air quote, once that cool factor rub off, bro, like that's when the future not gonna call you no more for no features, bro. And like <laughs> people gonna stop answering the phone, bro. Like it's gonna be rough for him. And he seemed like a solid dude, so I, I, I kind of wanted to work out for him. But this is he should be worried, though, for sure. Yeah, I got to agree with you uh, as far as having to be worried. It's, he started to become one of those persons, people that are known for the antics yep. and other stuff away from the music. I can't really put my finger on what it is or why he's not connecting with people what happened on his first album run where people really don't look at him like, hey, man, that's somebody I can relate to, at least not the majority of people, because there's been other incidents where like he's got an instant backlash yep. and where people who have the fan bases of loyal fans like they kind of there to protect the artists against that. I don't see him having that. So you said an important thing right there when you said find his tribe. Man. That's going to be very important for the second part of his career or the part of his career post the box. Like nope. you did that, you you were able to succeed, bro. It was one of the biggest singles of all time. 
Now let's figure out how we can continue to be successful to make this shit another 10-year run versus a two-year run. Because the way he's gearing himself up now, bro, he got like two more years. Bro. Where people are just going to be like, I'm not even fucking with that. The lives is going to come on. He ain't going to be able to get 2,500 people. It's, and it's just because it's just not registering with people like you said. He needs to find a way to register with people again. I'm not saying that it was a fluke that he right. put out the box or that album, but it it's highly unlikely that he's going to get to that place again. So in trying to get to that place again, find that place where a lot of people fuck with you at, not maybe the m- mainstreams or majors, right. like you said, but finding that place like a currency, like a Wiz Khalifa to some extent, for sure. but people who have that core fan base, like he needs to develop that more. It feels like that he doesn't have that. And that a lot of people were there because of the music in the beginning. And now it ain't the same. And they're like, I don't really know what fuck would do. That's yeah. what it's coming off. Like, it, and and he he's not taking it very well. Um, and the he whole have the personality for it. That's it, that's he the does thing. Not dude. have the personality for that at all. I don't know like, who he, his management is. I don't know like, who is an artist is champion. Like like niggas got to root for him flat out. Like he can't be challenged. He got to be yeah. champion. Somebody got to put their arm around him, and like for real, like. Hey, bro, he may need to just stay off. Maybe he just need to be one of these niggas that stay off social media or just be real diligent about who he's speaking to on social media. Like the lives and because you play a song and half the people dip, bro. Like that's that, bro, that's tough. I ain't it's gonna new lie. music too, though. Like again, you don't have the luxury of it being the box and people being familiar with it. Trying to debut, like you're not an artist that can date, like. A nigga's not finna hear his shit. You just spoke about Travis Scott. Like, it's gonna have that vibe when it comes in, like, oh, shit. Or it's a nigga that got bars, and you hear it, you're like, oh, that nigga killing that. He ain't either one of those, bro. You gotta play your lane. Like, you need the full rollout. You need, like, the, the, the mastered, mixed production. And when it's ready for people to hear, then they hear it and respond to it. Anything other than that... Like, you need to be killing that shit, bro. Like, dead dead all of that live shit, dead all of that listen to my song shit, unreleased shit, all of that need to be deaded. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, Next up, man, hopefully he figured it out. Next up, so. man, NLE Chopper. He's been yeah, on a boy. little bit of a roll lately, man. Memphis is on, one of the hottest out of Memphis right now. Dropped a new song. The name of it was called It's Getting Hot. Oh, if that sounds... Man anywhere kind of familiar it samples nelly's eight zillion time platinum single hot in here from the early 2000s the snippets made its way across social media with people roasting the way it sounded samples are the wave now uh, more now than it seems like ever with some of those hits that we grew up on are you over people sampling hits from the 2000s is it too soon I am officially get off my lawn with this subject. I am tired, bro. I'm tired of the 2000 samples. I'm tired of the IP movies like Barbie, Sonic, and Mario of shit that we already know. Like, where are the new 
through creative people. And I know it's hard to break through in today's age with people mm -hmm. having access to so much and people, big corporation want to tie their name to stuff that has already been successful and put their spin on it. That's the easy way in entertainment nowadays. And we're seeing that so much with music, so much so that it takes away like, oh, I'm not an NLE Chopper fan. I don't listen to that shit. Uh, I know that he got good music songs. He's very popular. This being is just lazy, though. Mm. This is just lazy when it comes to it. And it's not a good twist, per se. Like, yeah. I've heard samples. I've heard things that I could live with. Like, OK, that was a clever way to put that. But once one person did it good, everybody else tried to trickle down off of that and say, oh, we're just going to flip it. And yep. you got so many flips and so many just things that sound or lack with originality out here now that it's just getting tiresome as a older spokesman of hip hop that I may be. If I were younger, maybe if I didn't know this music, I'd be like, OK, this is cool. I go back, do my research, and maybe we sound the same way with people 15, 20 years ago with us. But for me, as a where I am in hip hop, it's getting old, bro. Um, I'm, I think you I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of. The problem is it's not necessarily the sampling. It's the way in which it's done. This is a damn near exact re exact replica of the song, bro. Like the, he ain't add no and salt. A bad replica. He didn't flip the beat none. He didn't do any. Even, even the, the, even the music the video. He got the same fit on, dude. Like I'm like, bro, it's it's not creative. It shows actually a lack of creativity. I, Nikki, to me, Nikki did the same thing like a year or two ago. She did the super freaky girl where she flipped the Rick James. And it was lazy, bro. It's lazy. It's just, not the fact that you're sampling a hit. It's just the way in which you're doing it. And then I think what makes this worse, because let's be honest, when we were growing up, Puff did the same thing. Yeah. Puff was sampling Creative records. P was sampling records. They were sampling joints. But what to me, what makes it a little bit different, just a little bit, Niggas nowadays, bro, do you know how big of a hit Hot in Here was, dude? Like, that was a mega hit, bro. It wasn't like it was a B-side, like that nigg niggas just knew in the streets. Mm, no, I bro. See where you're going. I see where you're this going. was a huge song, dude. Like, you're flipping, you're remaking a number one smash. Whereas like you can never P, live up to this. Yeah. Yeah, dude, whereas I remember we were... Remember, we used to listen to No Limit shit. We some of that shit we didn't know was a remake, a remake until we heard the it, other it older song. Me, it took me thirty years, thirty years to find out that Careless Whisper was a remake. Well, excuse me, that Max, all my whatever. I can't think of the name of the Max song. Yes, I know what all you mean. All my though. souls is in the streets. Yes, it took me thirty years to realize that that, that was a remake of Careless Whisper, dude. Listen. So, yeah. Hot in here has probably was was probably viral on TikTok five, six, seven years. It's probably happened already. Motherfuckers, 2000 kids know that song, dude. There's no mistaking where that came from. That's the point that's a little bit more annoying. Is that, that it's to the it's, laziness of it. Yeah, it's the laziness, bro. I'm that's not even not mad even at the trying, fact that you're sampling bro. a song. I, that's fine. But this this song is terrible, bro. Like it's yeah. bad. Not, it's a bad song. You're not even trying. Like you, yeah. all you literally did was add a couple things to the same beat and try to do the same flow. Talk about the same shit. Like at least niggas would flip it up. Like I just referenced that Mac song. It ain't shit like the Careless Whisper song. It ain't other than the cadence. Like that's nope. it. Like they just jacked the cadence and the end of it. 
Yep. Like you would have never associated them two songs together, but the creativeness of the producer at that time, like, nah, do this like this. And yep. again, I still listen to the Mac song 30 years later, and I love the the um, Careless Whisper song For now. Sure. Yep. It's something that listeners, fans, people who appreciate music, it's a, it's like a a task or something that they can do, create and figure out. Like we used to do that shit all the time. Facts. Listening to a sample list of where Jay-Z got some shit from because it wasn't as obvious. Now yep. that shit is so obvious, it's just lazy and it's boring. L- li- listen to Kanye's Spaceship, dude, and how he flipped that Marvin Gaye. Where he got that from, yes. Like, bro, you we didn't know that, bro. You can you can tell it's a sample, but you don't know where it's from. Then you get then you discover the throwback joint. Now that shit fire. Now you listen to that. You can listen to both and have a have two totally different experiences. These are the same songs. It's just done way worse. I slick wish Nelly wouldn't have signed off on it. I ain't go. <laughs> I don't even. This is trash, no bro. He probably that's part of the catalog he sold. We talked. Uh, yeah, about he, yeah, he might not. I had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we're gonna see more of, dude. Watch. Right. It's gonna start flaming up from there. All right, Trash. next we got your man Rob Markman. Rob Markman was on a podcast or doing some media, and he says very simply that Sway is the hove of hip hop media. AB, mm. do you agree or disagree? Yeah, he was on a round table and they were discussing it. One of the other uh, people on the round table, uh, Nyla Simone, she said that Angie was the hove of media. And, you know, I was watching Lil Baby and Rollo Rodriguez on GOAT. They were doing Complex GOAT where they pull the card and they say GOAT serial. And then they answer which one. And one of them was GOAT hip-hop personality, and they both said Sway. People have a lot of respect for Sway, and Sway has interviewed some big dogs nigga like he got pock interviews big interviews <laughs> like dude he's been around for a long time and to be relevant for this um th- like these generations he got the iconic kanye interview he's got the uh, even iconic <laughs> moments like that weren't good like the iggy azalea freestyle and like mm. no i think sway has got to be one of the more respected media personalities that's been doing it for a very long time which we know hove has been around for a long time so if if you were to kind of put that title on someone it's too soon to put it on some other cats i think sway was a perfect selection i, I think i think that's the best one that, that was i can't think of anybody else i like that I, i'm with sway as well we got to meet him we went to revolt a couple of times and i think one of the things that stand out like you said with Rollo Rodriguez to Lil Baby and then going all the way 30 years ago to Pac. Yep. Like the longevity and he's not, he's never really came off of like other people in these spaces have had these moments that you look at as fans be like, this nigga trying to be more famous than the artist. I can't ever remember saying that shit about Sway. Like, like it's always about getting the best information out to the people who are listening to it. And that's why I would hold him in the same regard that Rob Markman is holding me. He is probably the greatest that ever done this. Shout out to Angie. Shout out to RIP Combat, uh, Elliot Wilson, and a lot of people out here who are 
good at this, but I don't think that they are they have done it better than Sway. And it's because his record is so like impeccable. Like it ain't no it ain't a lot of flaws on his record. Like it ain't I a agree. lot of shit that niggas could be like, man, Sway was on that bullshit right here. I he agree. usually keeps it real. Like you ain't finna press him. Like he ain't finna do too much with you either. Yep. Y'all gonna be able to get some respectful off. And he got a lot of integrity about what he does, and people respect him for that. Like you said, like he, again with Lil Baby and Rallo Rodriguez being a completely different generation from a Tupac, a Biggie, a Bone, of the people that he's interviewed. So yeah, I, I agree with this. I like this. This is a nice assessment. I don't know who I would have second though. I think my second would probably be Combat Jack. R.I.P. I can respect that. I don't know. I nah. At that point, you got to start talking about the Angies and the Elliots. At that point, just because they've been around for so long. They've they've been doing it for so long, bro. Like it's and combat run was short in terms of a hip hop person. He was better than them, though. He was better than them. He was he was the shit, though. Don't get twisted. Combat got interviews where like I can still go back today and be like, that shit was fire. I ain't rerunning Elliot shit. Shout out to Angie. I ain't rerunning her shit. Yeah, yeah. They good in the moment. There's this combat shit was more evergreen, and I think that's a Mm. that's a mark in what we do. As hip hop media, if you can, if you can make some shit where it ain't nigga, this happened on Twitter or Instagram yesterday. Let's talk about it. If it ain't right there at the times, if you can make some evergreen shit where ten years from now a motherfucker will still pull it up yeah. and be like, oh, I'm fucking with that. Or I want to hear that again. Or I had never heard this before and still listen to it like it came out yesterday, yeah. like Sway can do. That's that's the mark, and that's why I regard combat and such. That's how I have such a high regard for combat. If if we if we're putting an emphasis on moments, you have to say Charlemagne too, though. You have to. He got too many moments. Mm. No, you got to. And in, in this day and age, in the digital age, which is obviously he wasn't around for like the I publications put, I and ain't shit. Even gonna hold you. You gonna hate this? I put Nori over Charlemagne. Man, no, you wouldn't. Nori, Nori is terrible. Nori, in the short amount of time he's been doing it, is jumped to like. I gotta go talk to drink champs. It's a good, like it's, a, it's an entertaining platform, but he's not making it though. I'm gonna be real. He got a lot to do with it. Just cause you don't like it, nigga, because he be drunk and stumbling and bumbling, and it ain't as professional. Anybody can as do you that. Would like it to be. Nah, but Nori does it really good. Like anybody could do it, but all of them people not Nori. I, I think mm. I would put if if I'm not taking anything away from Charlemagne because you're right, he's good, but I would put him and Nori right there in the same spot together. That's nuts. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's funny though uh elliot so that there was a clip going around of baby and rollo's clip when they said that sway was the goat media personality elliot retweeted that and said and i took that personally <laughs> yeah see that's what sway don't do yeah that's why sway is the, that's why sway is number one that that right there is why sway is number one and we're not talking about elliot right now as the whole He's the nigga that's beefing with Drake and all like you, the nigga that do just a little too much. Yeah. And that's cool. If that's what you want to do, you want to do the yes, jewels run ups at 40, 50, 60, bro. That's cool, bro. But Sway not doing that. That's all I'm saying. Sway not doing it. Oh, speaking of Elliot, um, he had Tyler, the creator on his podcast, rap radar, not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. Um, and, uh, the conversation of top five debates came up. Tyler, the creator, got extremely animated and said, man, this is all just performative. 
bro, who gives a fuck? You know what annoys me is when people are like, this is my top five, and you got 17-year-olds like, yeah, ready to die. Um, Enter the Wu-Tang is my top 10 album ever. Bro, you just got hair on your dick. Uh, my question to you, <laughs> uh, are top five lists lame, and should people talk more about their favorites and not try to uh, appease what people think are supposed to be in their top five? No, I, I disagree with him here. And it, it holds, we talk all the time about the history of hip hop and what makes this shit great. Like 50 years later, some of the shit that you're still able to celebrate and that means something. Like even throughout history, bro, like you don't talk about the third or fourth nigga that supposedly discovered America. You talk about the first person now, bro. Thanks. You talk about uh, famous uh, philosophers. You still talk about Plato or all the people who did that shit, like did that shit. You don't talk about people. Oh, he was my favorite because I agree with some of the shit that he said. While it's cool to have your favorites. And that seems a lot more like the times that we're living in now with millennials. Like I ain't necessarily gauging it off of this person versus the other person is based off who I like. That's cool, but that ain't cool for hip hop. That ain't really what we do. It still is a right. competitive genre. It still is a competitive sport. We may be a little old and still looking for the, who are your top five? Who's your top three rappers right now? But that shit means something, nigga. It yeah. means something to be able to be considered by your peers as the best person that's doing this. Hence what we're talking about just with the last topic with hip hop media. Like, yep. it means something that I did this shit well enough where people are ranking me and considering me on a list. Yeah, your best is cool, too, shit that you prefer. But what holds the test of time, even if I don't like that nigga, I got to respect him. Like, for a yeah. long time, I didn't like Kobe Bryant. But there's no way I could be like, oh, he ain't one of the best basketball players Yeah, ever. that would be silly. Yeah. When, when you get into that I like versus niggas that really put in the work shit, it starts to get tricky. Because yeah. then people start getting forgotten that were really nice and nobody really fucked with them. I agree. He he went on to say, this is why I hate rap Twitter. Everything is performative. Everyone is making these lists just to have people engage. Who gives a fuck who the top three is? Fam, if you think that conversation is only happening on Twitter, or you think that conversation began on rap Twitter, bro, that's been going on in barbershops, nigga, before you were born. Like, it's been going on on niggas' couches playing 2K before you... Playing NBA Live, nigga, before you At were born. lunch room tables, nigga, in third, all fourth, the, and fifth period. All of, on the bus all, ride home. The bus stop, nigga. All of that. All, it's, it, this, this is nothing new. And so now you can say, I don't like when people cap in their top five. Now you can say that. Like, don't don't say some shit just because you think that's what people want to hear. That's fine. But if anybody has been doing this for a long time, people understand what the top five is versus like my favorite. Like, nigga, I'm fucking, I'm riding around to that fucking uh nigga last dawn. I'm not gonna say it, sit here and say it's a top five album. That'd be stupid, bro. Of all time, is it? Yeah, that'd be that would be stupid, dog. Now, if we're talking my personal favorites, yes, I'm gonna bring up Pastor Troy first album. I personally fuck with it. If that's what the conversation is like, nigga, that's different. But no, bro, people care about the fucking people. People are fans at the end of the day. So people care about, like you said, the legacy. And you don't want that shit to get washed out. Like, trust me, bro. Yes, that's matter. They they were talking about I heard him on DJ drama shit on Audible. And he was talking about people try to tie that shit into numbers sold and how many singles like stats do matter, bro. 
Like it, it, it can't just be, yeah, it can't just be, oh, I feel this way. So yeah, this no. has to be right. Like it gotta be some type of metric that you're holding against each other. Because again, this is a competitive genre. Niggas can't just feel like, oh, I think Ben Wallace is the top center of all time. Like, that's bro, stupid. what? Yeah, what no. do you have to support that? Like, you can't do that. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the our generation to their generation, which is the difference. The the, the same r- way that these rappers are competitive on songs, bro. The fans are competitive too, bro, with their takes. Like, yeah. it's not, bro, it's it's I'm all right. discussion, bro. Like, I don't, this is not new. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually confused at why, like, he's, like, so appalled and thinks it's rap Twitter. No, nigga, this is the culture. What are you talking about? This is what rap was based off of, nigga. Yeah, that, that, he, he lost me with that, and I fuck with him, too. Jay-Z and Nas, nigga. That's why, yeah, there's at, a reason that that's a classic line. Hey, come on. I will say, though, in that interview, that jacket he had on was fire. I don't know if that motherfucker was clean as fuck. I'm sorry. It was. Shout out to that. Yeah. yeah, it was. Fire jacket. Did you listen to him on that um DJ drama? No, Did not yet. I haven't that? checked out that. Is that the Gangster Grills podcast? Yeah. How was drama, though? Slow. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Everybody can't do that shit, man. God damn, I blame it's Nori. Really. Nori got everybody thinking, oh shit, if it's drunk, nah, goofy ass nigga, good. I can drama do drama trying to be like drama trying to be sway or somebody. And that shit oh, yeah, nah. no DJ, nigga. No. Nah. I don't need you conducting interviews. Hire hire people that are good at shit, dude. Yep. You don't gotta do everything, man. Yep. Hire people that are good at shit. God. Or damn. have a co-host. Have a Talk have like a journalist co-host. Yeah, that's one of the one of my biggest shouts. Well, one of the things that I appreciate most about what Cam and Mace doing with their sports show, like they actually got a legit chick up there Yo. that can like be the middleman and not Yo. make it too crazy. Yeah, like Yo. so hire good people, man. I agree. What's next, man? All right, next, man. Just this past Friday, Thursday it was Young Dolph's Thursday. Excuse me, it was Young Dolph's birthday. Shout out to Dolph, man. Rest in peace. And on the same note, your man's Yo Gotti dropped his newest single from the next Gangster Grills album, which is entitled Give Me a Moment. You have No it? Fake Love. No Fake Love. Yo Gotti dropped that on Thursday, which was Young Dolph's birthday. AB, was this fair or foul dropping it on Young Dolph's birthday? Here's the thing it's known that they didn't fuck with each other. Okay. It's known. And. We've seen this in hip hop before. Mm-hmm. 50 has not let up off Ja Rule in the last 20 years because mm-hmm. they real life do not fuck with each other. Right. And every second that he gets or every chance that either one of them gets, they're taking fuck shots you. at the other. Yeah. They don't like Gotti and Dolph did not get along at all. So the question is, does that end when one or the other person passes away? Does that stop? Apparently not. In some people's eyes, they keep in that same energy. And the song being called No Fake Love is very telling. Even though the song itself didn't have anything to do with Dolph. At least I didn't hear it in there myself. But to release it on his birthday, which was a Thursday, and nigga, Friday was right there. (laughs) Which is when most music comes out. That motherfucker was right there. This was clearly deliberate. Um, but it, I'm, to be honest, he's keeping it out. It's petty to me, but he's keeping that same energy. They've been petty the whole time. So I, I guess uh, looking at the Troy Ave situation, tax got 35 mm. years. Troy Ave had the promo making fun of it up the next day. 
again, he looking at it like, man, fuck this nigga, dude. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. That nigga try to kill me. Nigga, like, nigga, fuck him. So it's like he's keeping the same energy, and I can never fault anybody for doing that, although I don't agree with. I think it's petty. I, I think it's lame, but he's keeping the same energy. And I would it be lame if he was out here like nigga, rest in peace, dolphin? Like niggas be like, like, chill out, God, are you doing too much? So hey, man, fuck it. At the end of the day, you keep the same energy, then, but it's petty, though. I'm gonna be real. Uh, I don't think it's petty, man. And <laughs> on the same vein that you saying, like, keep that same energy. Like, I don't fuck with dudes, like. And, and it's what God is saying, like, nigga, what the fuck would I even care that this is nigga birthday? For? In death, it's got to be a, different, though. As, at some point, oh, it's got to be different. Why? No, 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 no. Out of respect. Them niggas had real beef. It wasn't yeah, no yeah. rap like shit. It wasn't just like, ah, nigga, we trading bars and you was disrespectful. <laughs> Them niggas was like, they didn't like each other for yeah. real. Yeah. And I feel like that if a nigga told him, hey, man, Dolph birthday this weekend, like you want to, nigga, when is this? Drop it then. Let's <laughs> go on and do it then. Nigga, what time like, was he born? Was nigga, drop it. <laughs> Nigga, I know, I know some niggas from Memphis. That's how they get down. Like that, mm-hmm. that niggas is petty. Like that's Memphis type shit. So yeah, and I don't see anything wrong with it. Like you said, this it, all is fair in love and war, bro. Like I feel like the again, R.I.P. But Dolph was the nigga pushing that envelope. Mm-hmm. Dolph was the nigga that was like making all of that shit the way he's the one that pushed it to the place that it got to. He was vocal about saying, the beef. He had songs about him and. Yeah, and by no means do I mean, or right. Am I trying to indicate that he should have died for it? That is right. absolutely right. not what I'm saying. But he catered that beef to the point where the masses knew about it and were going to be talking about it. If it were up to Yo Gotti, this would have been some Memphis shit. Yep. It would have never left the hood, and we would have figured this shit out one day, or either we just went on hating each other. Right. But unfortunately, that's not what happened. If I'm Yo Gotti, I ain't got nothing to do with that. No. Yeah. I'm not going to cater to this nigga now since he's dead. I'm not going to make any concessions. If I wanted to put it out, yeah, like you said, actually, yes, it's fuck you. What time did he die? Because I'm going to put it out then because this nigga was super disrespectful. Like, for me, I wouldn't do it. I right, think right, it's right. Petty, but I ain't a nigga from Memphis. Like, I ain't yo got it. I ain't the nigga that got called a little big head motherfucker on one of the diss songs from Dolph. Like, yeah. I don't know how that. I ain't the nigga that got his baby mama smashed yeah, and yeah, shit. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know how that registered with him, so I could see him keeping that same energy from start to finish, nigga. I don't care. Um, and let me let me ask I you if 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 this was the other way around, maybe. if your Gotti wasn't here, do you think Dolph right. would do the same? Do you think he would do that? Hmm. Or would he just leave? He just wouldn't talk about it no more. He just keep it moving. Damn, that's a really good question because. Mm. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know either. I'm going to be real. I'm leaning no, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, from what I've gotten from Dolph, like just behind the scenes and, and just the things that I've seen and heard, I don't think it would have been dead. Yeah, he would have left it. He would have kept it moving. That died. Yeah. I'm leaning that but, way. But to your point in question, the information that I've gotten about Gotti and, and like face-to-face interactions, he is 100% the nigga that's going to be like, okay, let's drop it on his birthday. Yeah, he from that 50 cloth, bro. That's he him. That. Yeah, like that nigga, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it, which was the reason that I was skeptical of Dolph pushing the line when he was alive. Yeah. Because the, 
like Gotti is one of them niggas. Like it's yeah. not gonna be no rap. Like just oh we gonna stop. Oh I'm just playing. Like it's not going to be that ever. And if it ain't even got nothing to do with your Gotti, it's the niggas that's around him. Yeah. Like it ain't a, it ain't no industry fake bullshit. Like bro, this is gonna go down if you want to take it here. And Dolphins like fuck it, I'm gonna take it here, and it it don't stop even in yeah. death. Unfortunately. I don't really know, though, and I just can't put my finger on how I would agree that that's like the tax and um, Troy Ave situation. It's kind of similar. Maybe, maybe it's just because I don't like Troy Ave that Probably. I can't agree with it, but I just don't see how that's the same either, though. Two niggas that beef. One nigga took a major L, 35 years in jail, and another one gloated about it. Who? So. <laughs> that, that's the same thing. <laughs> I, I just feel like that the whole situation was instigated by Troy Ave, and he kind of got off, and now he's like, aha, aha. I don't think the same thing with Dolphin Gotti. It wasn't oh, instigated yeah. by either one of them. It was more so insinuating circumstances. Now we've met at the head and we got beef. I think that that situation was instigated by Troy Ave, and he was able to walk away with it, and now he's doing like the aha shit. Oh I yeah, no, nah, it wasn't. It 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 was. It definitely wasn't. We don't talk about that. I don't, so I don't want to be the dead horse, yeah, but it yeah. definitely wasn't. Uh, <laughs> started you, by you, Troy. You, Ave, you definitely said it was tax. It was yeah, he he started the hell out of it. Yeah. Man, you're not from Troy Ave. It started from that. It didn't start from I, that. I now. remember when you said that. But, but I mean, yeah, but R.I.P. the Dolph man. For Check sure, I got a new single as well. <laughs> like, are you checking out his album? No, it come out next week. Yes, and yeah, I'm fucking with you. Want to talk about the streaming, Chuck? You want to save it to the album come out? Yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> but I'm gonna check for it though. It's a it, that last one, that CM10. That shit was by that shit was fire on the low. Yeah, the CM10 was banging, and I like this song. This song bang. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was ripping that second verse, <laughs> killing it. God is still got it, man. And this is the thing too. Like this, this is the thing that's so strong about God that we can move on. We just seen this nigga in a picture with Jill Biden. At the yeah, that White was House for owning the soccer team. Yeah. However, he's still street enough to be associated with this Dolph shit, and niggas thinking that he's being petty enough to drop some shit on Dolph's birthday. That that's the ultimate level of niggerism right there, bro. Like to, to be able to do that and, and like to move in those different levels. Shout out to Gotti for that, man. Yeah, nah, it is. It is. Before we get to these wins and losses, man, your girl Cardi B is under investigation. Of course, everybody's seen the video by now. She was performing. Somebody seems to have thrown a cup of water. She felt some type of way through the mic at the person who threw the water. Um, now, she is under investigation for battery because she didn't nail the person in the shoulder. Um, my question, was she wrong for the reaction? Hell no. I think people got to understand you can't just get to these concerts playing with people. I'm in the crowd. I can throw a drink. I can throw food, my shoe, my bra if I'm drinking. Like, right. It ain't just like, it ain't a free for all, bro. You ain't just pay for tickets to be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do. There's still a code of conduct that you got to adhere to. And if nigga, you get hit by a microphone by Cardi B because you threw a drink on the table, then that's on you. It ain't on her. Uh, so, no, nah, I, I don't agree with the fact that she may be getting a lawsuit or anything behind this. I think it's very warranted. Like, that's a natural reaction. I'm up here and I'm trying to do like I came, took time out of whatever the fuck I was to do to perform, give you these great 20 minutes of my life. And you throwing ice water at me, bitch. You lucky I don't come down there and kick your ass. (laughs) 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 What's interesting, they showed another. Allegedly, there's been footage going around that she asked people to throw water before this. 
and they mm-hmm. did, and people was doing all that, and then a couple moments later, then this kind of happened. Um, so it wasn't mm-hmm. so random, apparently. I will say, number one, I didn't know Cardi B was left-handed. Shout out to my lefties out here. Stand up. Yeah. Second off, um, bro, that video's hilarious. And and if you're the person, if everybody had just got through like spraying her with water and shit, and then you do it and she throws a mic at you, you have to sue. Like it's not even up for question. Facts. Facts. <laughs> That's true. It's the American way, dude. It. Fuck that. Bodak Yellow, 80,000 times platinum. I'm suing. Like, fuck it. Especially if you just got through telling everybody else because you know that video was somewhere and it's going to come out just like it did when you just five minutes ago, motherfucker, you said everybody do this X, Y, Z and you did it and it was cool. So now you're about to sue. I'm going to give me a cool little bag. Now you got to put an album out <laughs> to make up for this 20 million I'm going to get because <laughs> I've been in the ER, nigga, ever since you hit me in the shoulder with this mic. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, they would have had to wheel me out of there on the fucking machine. Nigga, I ain't even no fight. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in critical condition, nigga, from the head, man. <laughs> nigga, I got trauma, nigga. I'm, yeah, I can't go wait, outside around people work, no nigga. more. I, can't, I don't even know if I could work again. I can't. You serious? I can't I listen to rap no more. Here, nigga. I done had a seizure, right? Nigga, flashbacks. <laughs> I can't even be in crowds no more, nigga. You got to pay for that. Come on with all of that, Cardi. And again, <laughs> that's on her. Like if, if somebody told me, I would be like, "Damn, that's petty." She got sued for one point five million for hitting him in the head with a mic. But I also would totally understand, nigga. Like, stop playing. That's part of your job as an entertainer. Like, you got to know your limits. What you can and can't do. You can't throw my microphones at people, man. And if you can, if you want to, if you feel like I can do that, okay, you just gotta pay a little bit. That's all. Like, it's, I, I can't remember who it was. Like, you just gotta know how much it costs to nigga in the job once you're famous. <laughs> Just got to know how much that shit going to cost you, bro. Because it's going to cost you and is it going to be worth it? Like this nigga heckling me. I know it's going to be a cool this for lawyer fees and this for court costs. And I'm about to pay him in a settlement. Is it worth it? Yes. Nope. Hit him. No. Nope. Keep walking and ignore it. That's a fact. All right, man. Before we get back to our show, I want to talk to you about something a lot of us bearded gents will appreciate. It's not just a product. It's an entire brand an experience, if you will. See, it's designed specifically for us folks who sport some facial fuzz and have sensitive skin. I'm talking about beard organics. And when I say Beard Organics is committed to your beard health, I mean it. They use only natural and organic ingredients in their product. You heard it right. Only the good stuff that your skin and your beard will love. This is a brand for men who truly care about their health and are conscious of what they're putting on with their skin. Not only do Beard Organics products contribute to a clean, well-conditioned beard, they also enhance overall beard health and appearance. There's nothing quite like the feel of a healthy, well-groomed beard. I know you know what I mean. So check out Beard Organics today. Right now, you can get a special deal for 20% off when you buy three or more beard oils, beard washes, or conditioners. Just go to beardorganics.com right now and tell them that On Deck sent you. Man, hit it with these wins and losses before we get out of here. All right, wins and losses before we get out of here. As you just said, winner or loss, your man's Fat Joe, he admitted to being jealous of Champagne Poppy Aubrey himself because of all the free gifts that Drake gets. Drake said he got the free jet. He gets free everything whenever he wants. He can just make a call. And Fat Joe went on this IG. He was pretty 
disturbed about this. A B, what you say? Winner or loss? Yeah, that's a dub. I'm with him. The fuck, nigga. The first of all, the more status, all of this shit, bro, and the more money you get, the more free shit you get. They got a backwards shit. Is this dude? That is crazy. Yes, the free jet. Like, stop, dude. That's the free where jet is insane. The free jet is nuts, and that is where I'm like, nigga, fuck that. So if I just had one or two more hit records, someone would offer me the jet services, nigga. Like, fuck out of here. I'm hating. He kept it. But he that's was being silly, though. Like he, was, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He won series. He was clearly fucking around. But that's healthy hate right there, in my opinion. You can be you can healthy hate on somebody if you admit it and yeah. you being funny about it. I'm trying to get to that level. That's the, that's the nigga. I'm trying to be like you hate. Like when a nigga that's hits it. you with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, de- definitely a, a win. Uh, Fat Joe wasn't being serious. I didn't want to make it into be a serious topic, but like he was just noticing, as we've noticed a long time as consumers, all the shit that niggas that, that's up, the free shit that they get, man, it's crazy. All right, another winner or loss, your man Elon Musk. Amongst all the changes that he's making to Twitter, he let your boy back on AB. How excited are you that Kanye West is back on Twitter? Is that a win or a loss? This is an L because nothing good has come from Kanye's Twitter in at least eight years. I'm talking about, nigga, maybe since when he was promoting Good Fridays and he was dropping them songs way back on the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Day. And since then, nothing good has come from a tweet underneath Kanye West's name, dude. And so unless somebody has confiscated his phone or changed his password, he doesn't know how to log in or doesn't even know that he's let back in, this is an L. Yeah, I say the same thing. I do not care what um, Kanye West wants to tweet about, nor do I care about what he's trying to turn Twitter into as far as Elon Musk. All right, last winner or loss before we get out of here, there's a clip floating around AB with Benzino telling war stories about back in the day when he used to own the source and Jay-Z and Dame Dash came up there about a disagreement. Um, he told this whole story about how they thought they were going to punk him. He ended up punking them because he had niggas waiting in the offices like some weirdos with guns. Is this a win or a loss telling this story? <laughs> he think it's a win. But yeah. again, and I said this the other week, how many times niggas bring up Jay-Z now? I, Jay-Z sitting somewhere like, hey, man, <laughs> why, why niggas come? Still bringing me up out of nowhere, bro. What is this? Nobody gives a shit about now. Ben, they did say Benzino and Mayman did have goons in Boston for sure. That's fine, bro. That's fine, I, bro. This you you get zero points for whatever it is that you're pushing or promoting. I'm not gonna buy it. I'm not gonna stream it. I'm not gonna do anything because you told a 35 year old story that may or may not be true about Jay and Dan. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't. It's a big L. Niggas be telling them old war stories, thinking that it make them look good, but it it makes them just look lamer. Exactly. Because in the sense of like, bro, if I'm really about that shit, this is something we did. Like, I, why, I ain't got to tell niggas about it. Jay, no, Dame, no. Like, they understand what it is, and I can still walk with my head held high around those niggas. But if I got to tell the internets and people to give me praise in the comments, then you're doing something totally different, bro. That was an L. Big it's game. a weird flex. Real quick, too. Bonus yeah. WRL. Did you see dude that saw Gunner and called him a rat? <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> shit was funny. <laughs> that, that, that right there is the, the perfect example of social media. Yeah. And, and, and where that's the internet the in a nutshell, bro. You can type up anything. Yep. Like, and I seen somebody that, that played it out. It was like, so this nigga followed him 
waited, waited. outside to yep. say that, recorded it, yep. said it, and then when a nigga asked him about it, changed his whole story and and said, "Oh, I'm gonna snitch if you do it to me." <laughs> like, bro, like take that L, bro. Like, this nigga should shut down his socials, my nigga. If, if real shut quick, if nobody down. saw that. This nigga had, like you said, posted up way outside of what looked to be a hotel or maybe a restaurant. It had the like phone up. Downtown. Had the phone up and was like, and Gunner walks out. He goes, man, Gunner, man, Gunner, rat, rat ass nigga. And the Damn big nigga, six, five, 500 pounds come over you. Hey, what you say, bro? He Naturally, said, hey, what's up, Gunner? Like- <laughs> that nigga said, I said, Gunner. He said, now nah, what you say after that, though? <laughs> And nigga said, I said what I said. Now say it again, though. And then another little bodyguard walked up on to my... <laughs> and look, though, I don't even blame him for switching it up, nigga. I ain't even gonna sit here like I'm Macho Man Randy Savage and be like, oh, nigga, I would have said it again. He just nigga, never should have said it to begin with. Yeah. Hey, like, nigga, you gonna follow him to do all that, nigga? Get, go ahead and get his autograph and get a picture like you really want it, <laughs> nigga. It would have went better that way. Hey, Gunner, what's up, bro, man? I'm a big fan. Let me get a picture, nigga. Trying to do that social media bullshit, nigga, and get your ass capped out. Ah, oh, man, I said, Gunner, uh, go ahead and touch me. I'm going to sue. Nigga, get out That nigga here, went bro. from rat talk to I'm going to sue. <laughs> nigga went to legal. Man, bro, like, that, that's, that that's the internet in a nutshell, bro. Facts. That nigga went from I'm the biggest expert on game banging to I'm just a civilian in three seconds. Nigga. Exactly. The fuck out of here, bro. That nigga would have got bolded. <laughs> Buddy. Man, two niggas walked up. Like the phone out his hand just cause. You're like, what you say, bro? Playing with me, nigga. It's your dusty that nigga said, I said, I said it's gonna. Yeah, no, what you say after that, though? Oh, uh, you don't want to repeat it? <laughs> I said, it's gonna, nigga. Like, and he tried to be hard. Like, nigga, get out of here, nigga. You all the way lame, bro. Jesus. Y'all go look up that clip, man. So y'all see what we talk about. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! Hey, let's get to this uh, on deck of the week, man. Shout out to YouTube um, at the shot at the one shocker. Uh, they commented said I actually attended the Mac show and it was absolute fire. Oh, um, he said Mac did most of the shell shock, although there was a few songs I don't recall hearing. Um, he also said uh, Big Boz and KLC were in attendance, and everybody seemed fairly accessible. House of Blues is pretty chill. After being in the NL for a few days, I see why Zion has issues losing weight. <laughs> they said the eating is good in the NO. You ever been in New Orleans? I have not. Me neither, man. I ain't been in New Orleans. I ain't never been. Appreciate that. The one shocker. And shout out to Dante Bird, 4687. He says one of the most slept on, underrated, consistent podcast, period, with three flame emojis. We appreciate you, big dog. Appreciate you, brother. Um, what is uh give me something to put on, man? Put me on something this week. Um, I put on for the week is for sports fans and not even so much sports fans. If you just like good content, Netflix has a show called Quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins, just going through their day-to-day of what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. Really interesting watch, man. Kind of adds some layers to what you see on Sunday. It's entertaining. And again, it's like kind of like the hard knocks feel. It gives you more than just like the football shit. So I think it was pretty dope. That's hard. Quarterbacks on Netflix. Um, two quick things. I went to the movie, saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stand up. That's before your time. You weren't off the porch yet. Um, it was good, was not great. 
I think kids will like it though. So if uh, if you got little ones, take the kids. They're gonna fuck with it heavy. And it was funny because Ice Cube is in that, and his little character was funny though. He kind of made it. I was skeptical at Ice first. Ice Cube but. was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, it's a cartoon. It's animated. He vo- he was the voice of the villain. Awesome. Say. It was. Pretty, he it did a good job though. Thing? I'm not gonna Is it like April and Master Spun? Is it the same like people? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Bebop, Rocksteady, yeah, all them. Shit. Yeah, nigga, I was just playing that game the other day that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Another put on is that Twisted Metal. I'm getting that this weekend. Ah oh, man, come on, that Twisted Metal two. I've been playing that all week. Ain't about nothing, bro. Did you, uh, have you beat it yet? Again? No, nah, not yet. Not yet. I can't. I'm cold <laughs> at that shit, nigga. <laughs> Damn, I'm cold at that I'm shit. Beating that first try out the box, nigga. I'm gonna send you the screen as soon as I get That's it. The next day, I'm gonna beat it. You're not gonna I'm beat gonna it. Send you that screenshot. You're not gonna beat it. Um, one more too. I got outside the house this weekend for the first time in God knows how long. I went to trap karaoke, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I had a great time. That shit was super dope. Really? I was extra skeptical because anything would trap at the beginning. I'm obviously too old for that shit. But it was a well put together event. It was it was a little bit more structured than I expected to be. Good crowd, pretty dunk, how but does not it go. How's the structure? What do you mean? It's like they have different segments and different shit. And then like they have the three rounds of karaoke, but there's also different segments in between. And then there's a big monitor behind the stage. So when people are performing, like if they some slaw, they have like the funny gifts up behind them and shit. Or if they, mm-hmm. you know I'm saying if they doing good, they have the gifts up. It's pretty entertaining, man. They had a host that was funny. So it's like, it's like mm-hmm. Dev Comedy like Jam meets. Club? Was it? Okay. It's like a comedy show. No, no, it's an actual, it's a venue where stand, motherfuckers standing up on the floor and like, it's it's a it's a pretty big venue. Probably about 2,500 people in there. Yeah, I fuck with that. I recommend it though, man. It's in St. Louis next, man. So um, if y'all get a chance, man, check it out. It's pretty fun. And no, I did not perform and that'll never happen. Oh, that's funny shit. What's up with you perform at Trap Karaoke? You got to do something that the crowd know that they're familiar with. Because if you do something that don't nobody know, you're going to look stupid. So I probably do like some what's recitable like man like Dolph I do preach that first verse in preach mm. I do that something like that I do Jeezy some Jeezy he'll boost it. you can't lose with that Neither one. can't lose with that man hey appreciate y'all for tapping in another week in the books guys youtube.com slash on deck tv show holla at your boy animal underscore brown hallelujah at I am spike Lou anything else before we get out of here that's it man we appreciate y'all check us out next week Yes, sir.